Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. My name is Tori Barker, a digital marketing specialist, business owner, mom, and you guessed it, a creative visionary. This podcast is about inspiring business owners, building connections, sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to our guest, Stacy McAlpine. Stacy is the CEO of Journey Fuel and a life transformation specialist. Stacy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. So tell us, what is a life transformation specialist and how did you get to this point in your journey in your career? Yeah, so life transformation specialist is a self-given title that sounds way more intriguing and exciting than change management, right? Um, and what in reality, it's about really in alignment with the mission of my company of Journey Fuel, which is it takes mission is to live, help people live lives they love waking up to. But the way I do it is taking my background, which I'll talk about in a, in a bit, I'm sure, yeah. but my consulting background and like changing the language around it. Because so many people that are trying to in their own personal lives, you know, you've got your resolutions, you hear about goals and strategies and like stuff that just is boring and just feels like shoulds, right? And mm -hmm. so changing, sometimes just changing the language completely, it's the same thing, right? Transformational specialist is the same thing as a change management, you know, consultant, but, but the, you're really putting the outcome into the title. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because that's what it does. It's not just change, but it's literally helping people transform their lives from where they are now to where they actually really want to be. So it's more outcome focused title than it is just sort of a noun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like a prophecy, right? This is my yeah. title. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some of these titles out there these days are pretty cool. And it absolutely, um, it, there is a mental shift when you think about it, right? Like there's, the chief, um, there was somebody, what was I, uh, one of the businesses I was working with, they had the chief customer happiness um, officer. Yeah. I'm like, I like that. <laughs> I'm already feeling like a happier customer knowing that I have an assigned happiness person. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, it sort of is a thing these days. I've heard of um, one that was like, um, oh gosh, it was like, first the uh the manager of first impressions or something for a receptionist <laughs> oh my gosh that is a good one i See, know outcome I thought... based right <laughs> outcome based um title. well and what's fun about that too is it really gets you into and that's what i do in general is getting people the result you know right. sometimes we're so focused on what but you know what we're doing it's not about well why about what is it that we actually want as the outcome and then work toward the outcome not just like some oh let's put in a system well you know or let's have a receptionist well if we want them to manage this right so i totally get that i love that i could talk about that forever <laughs> <laughs> so have you always been doing this this type of work or consulting tell me how you came to to starting uh, Journey Fuel. Sure. 
So um, Journey Fuel is about two years old. Um, prior to that, but it's been in my heart for probably 15 years. Um, maybe in my soul when I was born, just never know, it's but, um, uh, bringing it to life. Right. But I was in consulting for about 20 years prior to that. And I always said 20 years, but I said that a lot for a long time. So it may even be more than that. <laughs> but bottom line is I was doing things like change management, process improvement, project management for really large organizations or big projects. And so I worked with PricewaterhouseCoopers, Ernst & Young. Bearing Point that's now Deloitte um, as a consultant that was working with really big companies like I some of my clients were Google and Department of Defense, Military Health, Health and Human Services, like all, State of California, all the big, big, big yeah. entities that need different outcomes. And, um, you know, we would get brought in when they didn't know how to do it themselves. Mm. And so that's where we came in. And so when I was learning all of those tools and techniques. I mean, over time you start to get this skill and you see themes and in the end change is an individual taking action. You can't make change without individuals doing it. And so whether it's a company of 250,000 people or you as an individual, right. the concept and the techniques are the same. So, you know, a lot of times there, so, Change management, there's a company called ProSci that certifies change management professionals. There's one called, um, and for project management, there's a you know certification organization that does project management professional certification. So, so there's, and those two organizations are just known in the industry as the way to do it. Like there is no different way of managing projects from what that individual and entity of that organization is certifying people in. That's just how you do it. Right. when you do it right <laughs> and then ProSci with the change management piece it's pretty much the same thing i mean there's lots of change management stuff out there but these are proven tried and true methods that you don't you don't need to know how to do the project like i don't need to know how to do your life mm. but using these techniques it gets you from where you are now to where you want to be and puts the structure in place so that you know you're going to be successful i like to refer to it as a trusted system mm. you know it's kind of like when you go to the the big gurus, like, you know, I know Tony Robbins doesn't like to be called a guru. He has a me, like, I think he has a movie say, I'm not your guru. But, um, you know, the big ones that people really trust that have gotten results for a lot of people. And if he says it, I do it. Right. Right. Because I, even if I don't want to, because I know if I do it, it's going to work. Um, the trick is, well, how do I get myself in action to do it? Right. So there's, there's a lot of guidance out there that's good. It's a matter of how do we get ourselves in action? So I really felt like that was the missing piece because you have your Tony Robbins, you have your Brendan Bouchard, you have these best practices. And you know, a lot of us that are looking for change and a lot of business owners that are and entrepreneurs, you know, we like to do cool things, learn things, do big things, make an impact. So we're learning all these things, but it's a matter of putting it into practice yeah. where there aren't tools out there that are designed for the individual. Um, so I'm taking what my clients paid millions for my organization to do um, and what my project teams did to really help individuals apply the same thing. So you learn something, but are you going through the, the right steps? Are you taking the tried and true method of let's make sure we've got you know these things in place? How do we walk through it? Then what I do at Journey Fuel is also take the boring out. 
So I take all that language out that a lot of people use like ProSci and change management and ADCAR and, you know, all these little things. But, and I transform them into journey terms to make it more interesting. Like instead of um, uh, uh, strategy, it's a map, you know, instead of a goal, it's a destination, you know, things like that. And it's shocking. I've done a number of my programs now and values was something that I hadn't changed that word. That's mm. just a general term. And right. it's really interesting because one of the people in my um, program at the time, he was like that, really triggered by that word because he'd done all the personal development programs and didn't work, you know. And so um, he was like, I'm just stuck. Like I kind of hit a wall. And I said, well, what, what, why? Yeah. You know, what is that? And it was just because he hadn't done them before. Like he's done it, written them a million times, hmm. but then never really did them. Right. So what could we do to change the emotional association with that? So I'm like, well, what about treasures? And that changed the complete way he thought. He's like, oh my gosh, that I can do. Things that I treasure in my life. Right. It's yeah. the same thing. It is, it's a value or a treasure. Like we treasure things because they have value. Right. But it's about knowing ourselves well enough to know when we're triggered for some reason. You know, I use that word. Uh, like, I don't know if everybody knows what that word is. It's not like a gun trigger. It's like emotional <laughs> kind yeah. of feeling, you know, when you're like, oh, God, that feeling inside or you start to shut right. down or yeah. something just off. That's the perfect time to notice that that's happening and think, okay, is it this that's really doing it? Or like, is there another way to? to look at it and shift the way I'm thinking about it so that it is something that I want to do. So, I mean, that's a very high level. Uh, <laughs> I could go way deeper than that, but it really is. Language is a really big, powerful, powerful thing. Yeah. And, and like you said, there's specific words, right. That are triggering or that mean certain yeah. things or that always come up. And one of the things that I was looking at your profile and you were talking about how people can shift from a life of shoulds, right? So yeah. should I should be doing this or yeah. I should have done that. So can you talk about how you coach people to shift from using should to actually taking action and, and making a change in their lifestyle? Yeah, absolutely. And should is a big one. I mean, we yeah, this is overused, but we should all over ourselves. I know people have said that out there. That is not a Stacy thing. But I mean, it's true. It's the same. You know, when you think about the concept, it's like, I should do this. I should do that. I haven't done this. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. And there's a mindset. There's a subconscious th thing going on there where we feel like we're supposed to be doing something, um, which, well, why? Why? Yeah. You know, does that really mean anything to you? Why aren't you doing it? You know, it's, well, maybe we're just starting from the wrong way. Of, you know, if you shouldn't say wrong, if you look at it from a different angle and say, okay, is it a should or is it something that you really want? Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times like people talk about going to the gym. I use this one all the time, but, you know, we should go Easily to the gym. Easily relatable. <laughs> very relatable. And it's like, well, why? Do you right. want to go to the gym? Because I want to lose weight. Oh, you want to lose weight. Mm. Okay. So you want to go to the gym. No, I still don't want to go to the gym. Okay. <laughs> well, if you want to lose weight, what are other ways you could do it? Maybe it's not the gym or, and then I had done this with other people and they're like, no, it's definitely the gym. I'm like, okay. So you do want to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, I do want to go to the gym. Like, 
okay, then let's work on it. You know, let's start talking about it. (laughs) It's like it had to wake that up, right? And just to take a little step back. So bottom line is where I come in and where my programs start, foundational program that nobody does any other program with me until they've gone through what I call Walk the Talk Weekend. And it's a two and a half day program where we start with really getting clear on what is it that is the life experience that we want to have, which is different than saying, what do you want life to be? Mm. Or what do you want? It gets, if you really pay attention to the feeling and the, like what resonates and where and what feeling is associated with each of those terms, they're different. Yeah, for sure. So if you think about it, life is a collection of feelings. That's all it, I mean, literally, we experience feelings. That's it. That's the whole thing. We make it very complicated, like this and that. No, really, it's about feelings, the feelings we get from whatever, whether it's how we wake up, what feeling we're having, you know, whether we have a car, whether we have the person in our life or we don't. Those are feelings. It's not things. It's not those things in particular. And so if we know that life is a collection of feelings. What is that life experience that you really want to have? And then you can take out all the context of what you know, because you don't know what you don't know. True. So we think, we, so asking what do you want sometimes can really shut people down. I know that did me, you know, they're like, well, what do you want? What's your purpose? I'm like, I don't know if I knew I would be doing it. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I just don't want this. Yeah. And I mean, then that's a really big thing. So one thing I've done a lot of my own getting coached, right? My ther- I've gotten plenty of therapy and plenty of coaching, but the most impactful thing that I ever had came from one of my coaches, not my therapist. And it was this little exercise. And this is something that anybody could do. So the listeners out there, right? And you can apply this to business. You can put this in any context. This doesn't even have to just be about you. I mean, you can, you know, put it in whatever context, kind of like project management, you can manage pretty much anything. So you can use these tools for anything. But this one, when they refer to it as the rut exercise, And so it's, you know, you think about a circle and you go around the circle because that's what we're doing. We're doing this like cyclical thing, right? So, well, what are the decision points around that circle? And they have us go in and like little dot and here's a decision I have to make and then, you know, have to make and then uh, (laughs) another decision, another decision, another decision. And then when I do that, it typically gets me right back to where I started, right? Right. So, um, and so I was doing that one and so I was at a decision point uh, and then I was like, I came up with my, she said, well, now we come up with three other ways that you could make that choice. Like what are three other choices you could make at each of those points? Hmm. So I'm like, hmm, okay. So I was explaining that I came up, what I came with, I'm like, but I don't know if it's right. And she goes, <laughs> which I mean, <laughs> any coach is going to be like, there is no right answer. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end it was, well, how do you want to feel? Mm. you know, or how are you feeling in that moment? And how do you want to feel instead? And it was like, I don't know why for me, that was just like this big paradigm shift for me, because, well, I just don't want to feel like this. She's like, well, but how do you want to feel instead? Mm. Because a lot of times we'll say, well, we don't want to be mad. Well, what do we want to be instead? Oh, we want to be joyful. Okay, so now you have a, a new way of looking at it. What are three things I can do to be joyful? So it's not what are three things I can do to not be mad. Yeah. It's very different. Like it's if you live kind of yeah. it's like, huh. And your brain will start coming up with things that are 
feasible and doable and much more close to where you want to feel than if you're just avoiding not feeling another way. There's no direction that way. Yeah. So it's something that simple. So, you know, in a nutshell, that whole little process, whether it's for a rut or anything, you can do it at any moment. How are you feeling? Like those trigger words, right? How do you want to feel instead? You know, what are three things I could do differently that could get me there? What's yeah. one little thing? And just do one of them. Or if that's not it, then come up with three more. You know, <laughs> but there's always more than one way. And there's, and, you know, Tony Robbins will say there's always more than two or that's not a choice. One's not a choice. Two is not a choice. Once you get to three, then you actually have a choice. And so there's always at least three different approaches that you could take to anything. So a very long answer to what was supposed to be a short one. No, but. I love it. You know, it's so interesting to think about like how you talk about feelings and how emotion is so attached to almost everything that we do, right? Decisions in business, decisions in personal life, uh, choices that we make on, you know, what we want to eat or what we want to wear, you know, things, mm -hmm. feeling and emotion is so attached to that. And you don't really think about that until you kind of take a moment and like really put things into perspective. Like, am I making this decision out of fear or joy or, um, you know, whatever it might be. And so it's just inter interesting. I, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I think we all, your audience, probably the the group of folks that like think about things and come up with new ways of thinking, right? Um, so for those of you out there that are like, hmm, it just gives you a new way of looking at things and it simplifies it. True. It's so funny. And some of the, the programs that I'll go through, so I'll be applying these methodologies, the change management, project management methodologies, but I do it kind of sneaky, like I don't do it. Now we're going to do ADCAR. We're going to get that. <laughs> I just take them through these different exercises that are more engaging and they don't really know that I'm eliciting information that yeah. they're going to use for the next step, right? Because they don't know what the next step is yet. Right. But by the time they get through it, they're like, I see what you were doing there. I get it. Because then I'm on to you. <laughs> right. But if I would have told them in advance, it would have changed the way that they would think mm -hmm. so or what they would come up with. And then it's a matter of taking that and building on it. But, you know, it's like when you it's asking the right questions, you know, um, the coach that I was telling you about some of my coaching was, how do you ask yourself a high quality question? Hmm. Um, you know, how do you ask you not a question, but like a high quality question? You can use this in business easy. Right. So, well, why is this broken? Well, OK that might not fix it, you know, or what happened before this happened that may have caused this, right? I don't know. But yeah. it's, it's a different question that can have an actual solution outcome. Hmm. So, so you can take that and really be able to say, okay, am I asking a high quality question? Like, how do I want to feel instead? Right? Well, so that's a high quality question. Or, you know, um, what can I do to take one baby step? What's or what's getting in my way? Mm -hmm. Why am I not roadblocks? Yeah, you know, and act, literally asking yourself the question, not just like, oh, well, I'm just not doing it. Well, then, like stopping in your brain, you can if you're a writer downer, you know, people like to journal and stuff, or yeah. just do it. Some stuff I just do in my head. The bottom line is talking my head a lot, <laughs> but it's literally asking yourself a question. Yeah, and thinking about it like you're asking yourself the question and you'll be shocked at how much you actually know <laughs> <laughs> have you ever you're seen you manji well, self, i wonder um, 
<laughs> right? Have you ever seen Jumanji, the newer one with like the rock and, yes, and yes. oh my gosh. If you guys have not seen it and you need a good laugh, oh my gosh, it's hilarious. <laughs> but so one of the characters, I try not to ruin it for sure, but um they are this zoologist then in this thing, but in reality that that's in this like version of the game. But in real life, they're like not the smartest person at all. <laughs> they're just not smart. But so they're in this game in this in this movie, and they'll run into something, and he'll be like, the 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 um, snake has these venom little ducks that will take 15 years, and if it bites you, and they're like, and then he'll say the whole thing and be like, whoa, how did I know that, <laughs> sir? Where did that come from? And it was if you see the movie. That'll make sense to you. You'll put but it all together, right? You know, you're like, you're gonna be like, oh my God, I totally knew what she was doing there. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you'd be shocked at where this information will just be there already. Yes. You'll you'll be shocked at how much you know and once you start asking yourself these questions and get kind of quiet with hearing yeah. your own answers, right? Yeah, and really getting to the why behind it. You know, there's Simon Sinek, the power of why. And, um, you know, when I was in consulting power, when, once I saw the golden circle, if you guys haven't seen that, you know, Google it, it's, I think probably one of the most watched Ted talks of all time. Yes, um, at least amazing. it was, and it's seven minutes, totally worth it. Um, it's called the golden circle, Simon Sinek, S I N E K. <laughs> He's just changed the way I think. Yeah, and it for goes sure. back to the same thing. It's the same thing we've been talking about the whole time. It's the same questions. But what order are you asking them? And in and what is the, you know, how do you get it to a high quality question, right? So instead mm -hmm. of going starting from how, you start from why. And when you watch the video, you'll know what I'm talking about. See <laughs> how yeah, I do that? Um, but it it changed the way I would run my teams, 100%. Yeah. I had a partner that I worked with. Um, I was a newer director at the time. And the first thing that he did was show the power or the, the golden circle. and from that day on, it was in every deck that I ever shared, every slide deck, every every time anybody came onto my team, they watched it. Because yeah. in the end, it's about, well, why are we doing this in the first place? And that's going to drive what we do next. Not we do this and we do that, but why do we do it and let the why drive it? And that's where, um, you know, this is where everybody can do this and is very, very powerful in any organization when you think about teams and, you know, leadership and all that good stuff. And I said, I'm like, oh, leadership. <laughs> we hear this all the time, right? But in reality, it's it's how do you inspire people? Yeah. Because when you're inspired, that's when people are going to rise to the occasion and have fun. You know, mm -hmm. that's the whole point of Journey Fuel, living a life you love waking up to. All it is, is you being who you're here to be. That's yeah. it. And well, how do you want your life to feel? What is the experience you want to have? And creating that. And then as a result, when we're inspired, we'll make our mark on the planet. Like it'll happen. It'll be the ripple effect. And one of my personal mission is I want to be, or I want to create the biggest ripple effect of all time just by being who I'm here to be, helping other people to do the same. And that as a result is going to bring souls. And as a result of that, humanity alive. Totally different world experience if each of us just did us. Yeah, it would be a totally different experience of life. But so when I take it back to the why with organizations and leadership is, you know, my one an example, my account, um, I was responsible for our Homeland Security account. 
um, building that account in the market for Ernst & Young. And I always started with the why. And I started with this video of 9-11. Mm. Uh, and I get the chills every time I think about it, every time. Right. And it was the coolest video. It was Napolitano at the time when there was a 10-year anniversary for DHS, Department of Homeland Security. And um, they did this thank you video. And it was her and then some of the other folks in the leadership team thanking each part of DHS, because that's TSA, FEMA, ICE, like all, all these organizations, but you know, for what they do. And it all started with 9-11. DHS did not exist until wow. that. And they're, they have five different missions, which is ultimately, it's just so you don't blow up on a plane. Mm. <laughs> I mean, wow. it's like, oh, gee, only that, right? <laughs> but it's to keep us safe from terrorism. I mean, that's a tense mission. Yeah. And so I'd have them watch this video and it just gets you centered. I'm like, that's what we do is we help them achieve that mission. Mm. We help them keep America safe, secure and resilient. That's our job. That's what yeah. we do. And then at Ernst & Young, their thing is that, you know, we're here to make a better working world. And so when you tie the two missions together, which is where, you know, if you're a business owner, you think about your clients and you think about your own mission and you tie them together. Mm, so have sure. each team member, you know, each team leader, if they have their own team, it should tie and should you want it <laughs> to tie. There's that, that it, word again. <laughs> right. You want it to tie together in an inspiring way because then it makes sense. Yeah. Then you have the why behind what are we doing? And I had this project one time um, uh, we did the employee badges for Homeland. The, there was a presidential directive that required this is a mouthful having biometrics in the card. So oh, kind of yeah. like, you know, to make sure you are who you say you are. Right. Um, versus just printing off like a driver's license version of a flash pass. And so my project was to re-engineer the badging process. Like, well, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Let's redo employee badging. But it's not that. It was adding security to it so that people huh. who have access to some of the most sensitive information on the planet for the United States is who they say they are. Right. And that was our job to make sure that the people who get these badges are who they say they are the people aren't blowing up on planes. That's intense. That's our job. <laughs> a little different, yeah. right? And as a result, we're building better working worlds, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then each individual can then take that on their own, right, mm -hmm. in a team. So each team member of that team, my thing when I was, whenever I had a team was, I want to be um, a team of choice. Mm. I want people to want to work for me. I don't want to drag people. And one time I said, you know, Homeland Security, I said, if you don't love this country, I don't want you on my team. You can go to HR. I don't care. But if you don't love this country, you're not going to be inspired by this mission. And I don't want you on my team. Yeah. Because they're not going to be, those. they're not going to give it that heart. Absolutely. Right? For sure. And if anything, it could kind of divert things sometimes. Right? So. Yeah. It's giving the people the choice. Here's what we're doing. Figure out what you're feeling. <laughs> Figure out what the experience of life you want to have. And is this going to inspire you to do it? And if it's not inspiring you, why not? Yeah. What about it isn't inspiring you? And start asking those high quality questions. So it isn't that hard. You know, we make it hard. But in the end, it's just, well, what is the experience we want to have? And as a business owner and new entrepreneurs, 
so important. I have a lot of new entrepreneurs that are, um, come into my programs, you know, these high powered want to have this great life. And we, we go into these businesses like Journey Fuel where we want to change lives. And then we get sucked into the marketing and the this, and we have mm -hmm. to do that. And then we have to do Facebook. And now we have to go get this and we have to build the, And we start building all this stuff and it's not fun. Yeah. Yet we let our lives get sucked into it. And sometimes it'll take us off track. It's like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. What is the experience that I want to have of having this business? If I can't have that experience with what this is taking, then what else can I be doing as a business that will give me that experience? We have so much more control than we think we do. Yeah. We really do. For so, sure. I mean, I could talk forever, of course, but yeah, I think I might have touched on 93 different topics, but it really all comes down to really at the center of everything, knowing what is the experience of life that you personally want to have, what feel and the way how to figure that out, right? Because people are like, oh, I don't know. It's just, well, how did you want to feel? Yeah. High quality question. How do you want life to feel? Uh -huh. And then you can take it from there. And that's what we do in Walk the Talk Weekend is we start from that. And then I do some different things, visioning things, whatever, that will, um, all these different exercises that will get their mind to just imagine what could be in life that would give me that feeling. And then you know what you want. And then we do, the next day is the certainty day, which is we're doing should tests. So it's like, wait a minute, okay, you said you wanted that, but is that a should? Is that because, you know, your mom is expecting you to do that? You know, you grew up with this, you know, you have to do this, 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 and this. And so that's why you want to change the world or, yeah. you know, um, and then so we get super certain on what is it. And then the last day is activating. So now that you have clarity, you have certainty, now you can start activating it and putting tools to, behind it of, okay, now let's take that and do something with it and actually run with that and build it into our lives and know how to make decisions, know what our priorities are and how do we now make sure that what we're doing are wants, not shoulds. Let me have you focus on like, give us one, one thing that people can do yeah. right now to live a f more fulfilling life. And then what's one question that you would encourage people to ask themselves to help take action in their life. So two, two things, but one each. Yeah. Right. <laughs> One thing you can do is really just start with the feelings test, right? Like it's a directional, easy thing because that's what life's about, feelings. So how are you feeling? How do you want to feel instead? And it's not this crunchy granola, you know, my friend's like, I'm not a crunchy granola person. Am I going to hate doing this? <laughs> I know the word feeling has some trigger words to it, but it's, it's how do you want to feel instead gives you the direction. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't have to be, if I'm sad, I want to be joyful. As long as it's not, I just don't want to be sad. You know, right. I don't, I want to, I want to be at peace. Mm. You know, what could, what could you do that would get you closer to having that feeling? It's one thing that you can do that you want to do that would drive, you know, drive your soul to do it and get serious with yourself. Like, what do I actually want to do? Because so many times we'll be like, I don't really get to pick what I want. So I'll just go do this or yeah, I'll go do that. No, literally you get to choose. Yeah. You get to choose. You get to pick the consequence, right? Like if you don't do it, what happens? If you do do that, what happens then? And which one do you want? Yeah. Which one do you want more? You know, 
and and we could go on forever with that one. But one thing you can do, if you're not digging how you're feeling, if something's off or you just feel like, ask yourself, what are you feeling? Why are you feeling that way? How do you want to feel instead? Even just how do you want to feel instead? You know, and it doesn't mean we don't have feelings. I just want to make that clear because that comes up all the time. We want to feel the feelings we're feeling. I'm not yeah. saying don't have bad feelings. It's an awareness of the feeling you're having because Definitely. that's full of information because you can start to ask yourself, well, why am I feeling that way? What's going on there? And you can do a whole bunch of different things to get to what triggered it. But in the end, knowing what that feeling is and knowing how you want to feel instead and just taking one baby step toward what you want to feel instead. And it could be, I want to understand why I'm feeling this way. <laughs> and that's your next step, right? So you're in the driver's seat. How do you feel? How do you want to feel instead? And that's what life's all about is an experience of those feelings. So and you, the, yeah, no, go, go ahead. It. I was just going to say, you kind of touched on it, but the, the action piece of it. So we've done like that feelings check, right? Like how do we feel about this? Yeah. What's those actions? How do you, how do you define or how do you figure out what action to take once you've kind of checked in and, and gotten that, you know, pulse on your feelings? How do you yeah. take action or what, what do you do to take action? Well, the most important part is knowing what your core seven are, your values or your treasures or whatever you decide to call them for yourself. But it's it's what I do in Walk the Talk Weekend is it's when you're clear on those things, that will drive all your choices forever until, you know, for any time that you are in a scenario, you check with yourself. Okay, what are my values? Does this line up? Yes or no? But you can come up with your three things and you'd be like, here's some three things that'll change the way I think. But then you do a values check, right? Mm. Okay. And, but what we do in Walk the Talk Weekend, and I want to gift this to your audience. So it's an $897 program. It's called Walk the Talk Weekend and it's two and a half days. And I run them at multiple times of year. So whenever you're listening, just go to walkthetalkweekend.com. And it's all about getting those values. What are your core seven? Because when you have 93, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, it's five to seven. More than seven is too many. Less than five, you haven't really figured out the whole scope of what life's really what you want. You know, when you have your core seven, and then you can say, okay, this is what I'm saying I want to do. How does that jive with the, what I want out of my life? Yeah. And what if I don't do it? This is the impact, right? So it, there, it's a loaded question a little bit because there's some stuff that, you know, if you were to just go through life and not do the excavation or the journey of really getting to what do I actually care about? Yeah. And that's why I built Walk the Talk Weekend and why I made it two and a half days. So you can be not this like, oh, today I'm going to think about this and next month. I'm... Mm. No, let's knock it out. Two yes. and a half days, all in, let's do it. And then at, at the end of two and a half days, you've got every single thing you need to be able to say, okay, here's all the stuff that's on my list, here are my seven, core seven. Which ones line up? Okay, those don't, bye-bye, no more shoulds. Next, okay, now I have a whole bunch of things and I only have a certain amount of time of what's left. You know, which do I do, which do I not do and why? And you start to be able to narrow things down, right? So in the end, the answer to your question is to take action. You really have to understand why it is that you want the outcome. Mm. In fact, I'd even say, first get real clear on what is the outcome that you want and is, do you want that outcome? Yeah. Is it a should? Like, what is the real deal? You know, in consulting, it's like, I want to put, we're putting in a new um, 
technology system. Well, why? (laughs) Because the other one sucks. Okay. But what is the outcome that we want? We want customers to get bills faster so we can get more income faster. Oh, well, that's a much better way of looking at it, right? Because now you can design processes all around increase, you know, getting bills paid faster. Yeah. It's very different. Right. And so, so for you could do that to yourself. Okay. I think that I want to go to the gym <laughs> or there's this gym thing hanging out there. Well, what is the outcome that I think I'm going to get by going to the gym? I want to feel really good about myself. Okay. Is there something else, you know, with that outcome, what are the things that would get you to that outcome? And why do you even want that? Like, what's the big deal? You know, yeah. if you have, if you love life, like what's the big deal about that? <laughs> I want to have energy. So what? Why do you want to have energy? Because if I don't, then life's just a big regret, right? Mm. Or life's a drag. You know, I, I called uh, with, with my, I guess, tagline, if you want to minimize it like that. But it's really important um, in my emotional world around live a life you love waking up to. That's the test. When you open your eyes in the morning and you're like, here we go again. Yeah. That's not the life, you know, do you want that life? Right. Or what do you want instead? How do you want to wake up? You know, and then what is it knowing that that's the outcome, then why wouldn't you go to the gym? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, do you want to wake up with that draggy feeling in the morning? And, and if it really is the gym, then just get your ass to the gym. Because <laughs> I don't want to wake up with my face like dragging and being sad in the morning, you know? Yeah. And if you just can't get in action, there's something missing from your why. Mm. And so I'm so, I know I'm supposed to be done right now. So I'm going to try and make this very fast. But the trick is like, I had a value of vitality. I called it vitality instead of health. Cause I was thinking, oh, well, health is boring. Vitality sounds much better, but I still wasn't working out. I'm like, well, kind of need to walk my own talk. Right. Right. <laughs> so why am I not going to the gym? My why is not strong enough. Hmm. That was it. My why was not strong. Like vitality. Great. Get energy. That's exciting. And then I ran across something and it was like, I saw something that said glitter and shine. I'm like, I want glitter and shine. That can get me excited. I want to feel glittery and shiny. How am I going to do that? I want to get my body rocking, right? And I'm actually in action now. So your why, the why has to be there. So to answer a very short question, if you're going to edit this, (laughs) to answer your question is, the when you're not taking action, your why is not strong enough. Mm. So go back to well, why do you think that you need to do that first place? Yeah. So if you don't want to do it, <laughs> well, how could you want to do it? Or what is the actual outcome that you're going for? And is that the only path? And um, you know, why is it that that you even want to get to that outcome in the first place? And if you really don't want it, then just take it off your list. Yeah. Do the next thing. There's plenty other things to do, right? <laughs> we got plenty other choices of t- things to use our time on, right? So yeah. it, you're, it's checking your why, checking your feelings. Those are the two things that you could do that will change your planet. And coming to Walk the Talk weekend, two and a half days, you'll know exactly what can guide all of your choices just like that. And that that's why I um, am gifting it because I don't want anybody to have any reason why they can't come. And um, because in the end, you know, who doesn't want a life they love waking up to and who wants to wake up with that, you know, heavy heart every day? Mm -hmm. It's not that hard, guys. I know it sounds hard. We make things really hard, but um, it's about awareness and 
and knowing what we want and building to that through all kinds of different things. But simplify the process and get clear on your why, right? Yeah. And, and get the shoulds out of it. If there's a should, then, and you can't figure a way into where you can actually say you want it, then it's probably not something that, you know, let it go, be done. Yeah. And if you just can't, then what's the next thing you can do to get that out of your life so that you can. So let me ask you one final question. So uh, can you share a quote that you can leave us with something that uh, we can live by something inspiring, uh, something that we can remember and, and put in action for our lives? Yeah, it's so funny. I put this in my yearbook when I was a senior in high school. I was in love. I love being still. But, um, it's a BMW ad. And it's if life's a journey, life's greatest tragedy is having not enjoyed the trip. And there's so much power in that. And, sure. you know, we're here to have an experience. You get to drive the experience, not to get too, you know, metaphory. But, um, you know, we're in the driver's seat. You know, if life's a journey, life's greatest tragedy is having not enjoyed the trip. And you're in the driver's seat. So yeah. enjoy the journey. That's for sure. Yeah. And if you're not, ask yourself, how do you want to feel instead? And what can you do? What's one thing you can do to get there? We have a lot of power mm -hmm. in our own lives. It's just a matter of getting clarity and getting enough power in our why to get us moving forward. Well, Stacy, thank you so much for all the information <laughs> and, and just sharing it all and, and, and giving <laughs> us more than we need and all that we need at the same time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have so, a tendency to expand with details. So. <laughs> well, it's good. I mean, it gives us all perspective. And sometimes you have to hear things, you know, a few times or re-listen to right. things over and over again for it to actually make sense and and for you to, to take action and put that into play. And, you know, I know for sure yeah. I'm going to listen back to this and, and really think about, hmm, okay, what are these things that I'm just roadblocked yeah. on that I can and get clarity on and move forward with? So thank you for your time and sharing your information with us. I know you talked about Walk the Talk weekend. Uh, what else can um, people do to get in touch with you or how would you like people to connect with you? Sure. Uh, you could always go to At Your Journey Fuel on Facebook. Um, that's probably the best way. If you follow us there, then you'll know what's coming. Otherwise, Walk the Talk weekend is the number one way that you can make sure that you're in, in the know and what's happening next, because that's the foundation of it all anyway. So you might as well start right there. But if you want, um, to see what's going on at, at Journey Fuel on Facebook, we'll be the closest path, fastest path awesome. to getting that detail. Well, I encourage you all to follow on Facebook connect, look that up and uh, make sure that you get clarity on that why and take action and remove those shoulds from your life. <laughs> no more shoulds. <laughs> no more shoulds. <laughs> well, Stacy, thank you for having, uh, being on the, the podcast today. And um, I just appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, or share with a friend. Also, make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.